I'm Jonathan Hayes of the St. Louis Battlehawks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is the week of February 20th, 2022. On the road to kickoff 2023, this is For the Love of Football, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. There he was, the leader of the new XFL on the 50-yard line of the Super Bowl, hyping the globe up seconds before kickoff, what a moment for the NFL, and in less than a year, it'll be our moment, Bryant. It'll be the XFL's time. This is episode 209. We're buffering over here, and I don't mean like, no, not like that. I mean like Michael or Michael buffering, or if you prefer, Bruce buffering, like The Rock was at the Super Bowl. So, so quick thing, uh, so you guys know. Uh, Michael Buffer takes Southwest. Flew with him on a plane one time. Screw time. Um, Alan, can you fun fact explain to our viewers, listeners in St. Louis what happened? Because I don't know if they were actually paying attention to the Super Bowl. Um, so they might want to know what exactly what you're talking about. Oh, before the game, yeah. Well, the, well. Also, they should know the Rams won. Bryant was celebrating his keister off, so we took the week off for him to celebrate, parade, and enjoy it. And also, if you missed it, yes, The Rock was there just giving one hell of a promo, literally seconds before kickoff at the Super Bowl. A lot to read into that by some people. Not us. We're not going to dive. Oh, does this mean the XFL is going to be with the NFL just because The Rock was on the field? No. The Rock's the biggest start. He's going to be at the biggest event. And that's just how it goes. He just so happens to also own the XFL with some partners. So that's what went down. We're going to discuss the XFL's future in a different way coming up on the show. But there is a lot of USFL news we have to get into, Brian, because they're in the news this coming week. We got a draft to look forward to. We got to keep our eye on that. There is, I mean, they're closer than ever, closer than ever right now. To their kickoff, less than two months away, drafting this week. Meanwhile, we are 51 weeks, less than a year from kickoff in the XFL. If you're ready to rock, I'm ready to rock. Brian, we had a week off. I'm feeling good and ready. I'm ready to rock. The only thing missing from from my last week was Nelly coming out during the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Yeah, they had everybody except Nelly. You're I wouldn't right. really. I, I wouldn't put him in that class. You got to be a certain tier. I, I can't. Fifty cent, maybe barely there, but everything else, tremendous. And the fact that fifty, in order to get into the halftime show, had to be upside down, while everyone else just stood up and didn't really have to do too much, just had fun, had a West Coast get down. I love that halftime show. Just as a side note, what a great halftime show. I'm just going to be like Dr. Dre and just pretend like I'm doing stuff during this show the entire time, even though it's really done by Pretty Easy (laughs) Podcast. Are you going to pretend like you're playing the piano? No, he was was playing the piano, but he was producing the music as he was playing, which was great. Oh, he produced the hell out of it. Mary J. Blige, my goodness. (laughs) It's up there. Maybe with time, that'll be my number one. But it's it was damn good. Great Super Bowl. Ah, we're in the glow of it. And I now we're here and there's no football being played, which stinks. And the you now it's also making me mad the USFL is making us wait two months. I wish they'd start right away, but that'll be the XFL's deal in one year's time or less than that. Let's do it though. Seven two four five six five four XFL is the XFL fan line. You could call or text at any time, leave a voicemail, be a part of the show that way, or social media at XFL show. Wherever you social media, that's where we're at, at XFL Show. Reach out, DMs open, and let's interact and talk XFL. We are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcast. You can just go to prettyeasypodcast.com to start your own podcast today. That's all you have to do. Go to their website, type it in, reach out, 
get started at an affordable rate, you get a producer, an editor, a podcasting pal like we have, someone to just bounce ideas off of, someone to take out all your ums and uhs and make you sound not so dumb. We don't do that. We just leave all the stupidity in. But some people like that stuff. They told me to say that. They take out your ums. Big request. Our producers get a lot all the time. Brian, people tell them, take out my ums, please. The long pauses, whatever you need. Sound effects, music, making you sound like the best show of all time. That's how you do it, by going to prettyeasypodcast.com. Take that production load off your shoulders and get the help you need today, again, at an affordable rate at prettyeasypodcast.com. Because they make podcasting, um, I'm pretty easy. Leave that one in there. That was a good um. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't ready for it. I would have held my breath a little longer, but (laughs) let's dink and dunk real quick around XFL social media. Andy on XFL.show, that's the official YouTube channel. In the comments uh, last episode, Brian said, a large group of us wanted commanders for the future San Antonio XFL team. Unfortunately, Washington in the NFL took commanders, and now people in Texas have even more beef with that franchise as if they already didn't. A lot of Cowboys fans probably would have been San Antonio Commanders fans. They're going to have to take something else. you have an idea for a San Antonio franchise team name, Brian? San Antonio Alamos. San Antonio Speronimos. What about Vaqueros? Bat. Ooh, I like that. Just Vaqueros? Would the, would the Cowboys just totally sue the hell out of you if it's you with use a that? Q. You? I don't know. Why can you? I mean, they've whenever they have like uh, Latino heritage or whatever they do in the NFL on the the score, it'll say Baqueros for the Cowboys. I don't think they have Latino heritage week. They've done it. They I have swear they. to God, I've seen. I it. don't. I don't know. Definitely. I, I mean, See, Verdad for sure. It's happened. Verdad? Maybe not this past year. Yeah. Uh, how about the San Antonio Violators? That's no, you have to be in Oakland to, to oh, be called sorry. that, yes. according to uh, some other comment. Or Berserkers was a good one too. Nothing says we'll more Berserk on that than uh, than San Antonio. We'll have to think about that one for uh, Andy and everyone or else Bernard who wanted Rangers. the Commander's name. But what a bummer! I mean, would it be yeah, okay I with Winter, Renegades too? Wouldn't you be okay with Renegades? If they if move, they to, move Dallas, to San Antonio, for sure, but they might have an issue with the logo now. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Go Dogs on Twitter called out the Tampa Bay Bandits for this very thing we're going to get into later, uh, saying the Bandits' shoulder patch on their logo looks like the Dallas Renegades logo. We are going to break down the USFL jerseys. The fashion police are going to be coming out. Uh, we'll give you badge numbers. And we'll also uh, be critiquing and analyzing the threads that'll be worn in the USFL. But Go Dogs called it out right away, Bryant. And I'm excited to look into uh, these jerseys with you and also get your help because I have an idea of what I like and don't like what's good and what's not. But also, I'm colorblind, so I'll need some help on that. Well, if there's anyone that's going to help you, it's me. Like I, I won't trick you. I know, you're, you and he never tricks me when it comes to colors. Uh, Jamie on the XFL fan line. Last thing here before we get into all that USFL uh, news. Jamie texted in Brighton said, is it me? Or does the rollout of the USFL seem lazy and low priority on the part of Fox and NBC? Low priority. I don't know I about. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know about I low tell. priority. I don't For know NBC, priority. it does seem non-existent. There was nothing in the Super Bowl about it, which was kind of shocking. Or if it did, I blinked and missed it literally. I mean, NBC you're, you're, you're talking, but you're talking about millions of dollars per second. I think they're going to put that on the USFL. Are they that invested in it? But it's their own product. Like they're promoting Peacock and everything every second. Why can't they even have a flash yeah, of does, a that, USFL that logo? Tells you, that tells you what you, NBC thinks like of, of that, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Who got more exposure, the on, XFL or the USFL during the Super Bowl? On Fox's uh, part, Maybe they're not paying or going outside of their own system and uh, to promote it, but they are putting it in big segments on all their cable channels on FS1 and all Wasn't those the shows. QR code, maybe. Um, 
USFL? No, that was. I mean, I dare not. I dare not scan that one. I was. I just felt like Mister Robot was asking to give me a virus on whatever on my phone. I don't know, but I think at the end it was a crypto commercial. Yeah, for some sort of cryptocurrency. That uh, was that well, was not the just USFL. like crypto and the USFL. Market. The idea is out there, and people think it's coming. So we'll just have to hopefully uh, get the. You know. Well, <laughs> I think. I mean, we're at least getting a draft on Tuesday. I'm confident on that, but. Uh, Look, what, what that will be like what is, is it lazy question. i don't know if it's lazy i think there's there's probably a lot of work going into this i just don't know I mean, no i want to call it many, lazy no. how many more times am i gonna have to like i don't know like i i feel like i can't continue to bash this thing without sounding like i'm just repeating myself even you know we'll get to the draft <laughs> rules and the uniforms here in a little bit but i wouldn't call it lazy but there's just some there's no sense of urgency how about that it, it ju- it's not the biggest thing that they're promoting on from either uh, the ownership portion of the network and, partnership and or they've the, lost sporting uh, eyes partners in NBC. Both Fox and NBC have lost their weekly count of sporting eyes that they were getting before this, right? The, the, the football is king. I don't care if they have college basketball or NASCAR or whatever it may be. They lost the eyes that football brought to their networks. And that was their main source of, of um, excuse me of exposure and that's gone now so you're gonna have two months of this with what silent like maybe it is best that you just kick off right away yeah because now you have yeah, the, no football. The, people are like oh there's football of, today yeah we'll see how that works out too like people are clamoring for it or did you lose their attention how's that work and also the promoting of Fox, uh, a Fox-owned league on Fox cable channels that not a lot of people watch. I mean, the FS1 talk talking head shows. Do people watch those? I don't. I do not. I do not know many people who do. And if they watch those kind of shows anymore, they're definitely on ESPN. So it's kind of like if a tree falls in the forest, does anyone hear it? Does anyone know that the USFL had a draft lottery on Speak for Yourself? There was a. Does anyone uh, know that the the jerseys were revealed there? No, maybe yes because of social media. USFL rented a um a van and 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 put them. Oops, sorry, and then put them out to uh, I guess at Daytona today. I don't know. Oh really? Yeah, they had okay. a van, like a, like a like a billboard van, like those ones you see in Vegas going down, advertising certain things. They're going to be having enough enough viewers, I think, week one. I'm not worried about it, and I don't think. I think they're not. It's not low priority or lazy. It's probably they just know what they're going to get. The whole deal is maintaining it throughout the season, which has always been the issue for a spring football league. So once they kick off, that's where the real effort and uh, and how low can you prioritizing will 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 get, go down. That's what no. they have to do. Um, for now, yeah, it's football. Go. Like Brian said, it's, people are going to watch it. Once they even flip on the TV, oh, damn, football's on Fox right now. I'm watching. NBC's got go. football on. How Leave it on. Can you go? Thanks for the text, Jamie. That's the Did XFL you watch fan these, line. Um, Jamie reached out. The HBC um, all-star game that they had, the historic black college. Um, oh, no, I did not see this. This was on. Um, it was on NFL Network, I think, on Tuesday. NFL Network. Yeah. So the reason I bring those things up is because there's still football being played. Scouting, and, things. scouting and, yeah. and things like that. But, uh, you know, our, the point is to get people to watch football and then watch your football and stay watching your football. I don't know if the US fellas done a good job of, of telling people why they should watch this, other than maybe somebody said, oh, the Houston Gamblers, that's awesome. Yeah, that's. Maybe maybe there's not this huge like ordeal of blowing it up how we feel like the XFL did, was trying to do in 2020 and hopefully they'll do in 2023. Um, but for for the most part, at least they're putting it together and that's what we're going to get into because they hit some major. If you call milestones on what we put our roadmaps out there, Bryant, USFLs hit a lot of those, some big ones this past week and coming up, and uh, they're going to be prime and ready. Uh, even though it is super close and it's been very fast, uh, but they're going to be ready after this week with uh, players on teams in jerseys. Can you believe it? Let's talk about it all in this week's cover two. He ain't ready. 
USFL jerseys are here. They were revealed on FS1 on one of their shows. You could see them on their social media accounts. <laughs> one of <So>, their shows. <laughs> I don't Yeah, the Colin Cowherd show. Was the uniforms revealed on a show? The Marcellus Wiley show. I think it was. I don't know. That's what they've been doing. Let's bust out the fashion police real quick, though, Bryant. If you could get the uh, trumpet ready and just give me some fashion police music so we can get in the right frame of mind here. <laughs> All right, I'm feeling it. Actually, I, I got you. I, we'll hook. We'll get the uh, pretty easy podcast people to help you out, so you don't lose you. your breath. There you go. Okay. So now we could talk fashion on the show that we're pr- properly prepared with the right ambiance. Properly prepared, Bryant. If you'd be so kind to pull up some jerseys, we could critique these things. I looked at them, and I'll tell you my initial reaction. Houston Gamblers logo and jerseys, number one. So dope. I love them. They I remind love the me. G out of out of the state of Texas. So cool. Uh, they kind of remind me of the uh, New York Guardians uh, jerseys a little bit here. The all black. It's pretty cool. Pretty nice. I mean, we're looking at the home jerseys right now. If you're looking at us on YouTube where you should be. Um, I'm just not a fan of... I'm really not a fan of the New Orleans ones. Those are just same. Something that came same. out of I don't even know where. Uh, well, I I, I, I actually got a message when these came out. I got a message from our good close personal longtime dear good friend sports radio talker down in Lafayette, Clint Domain. R.I.P. And he uh, he said that uh, the drip is so immaculate on these breakers jerseys and i told them they kind of look like they're surfer titans jerseys like if the titans tennessee titans that is totally changed their gimmick and tried to be like a a surfer brand that's what it looks like to me (laughs) breakers how are the waves in new orleans just really honestly i don't know i think that's a joke or something because they were the boston breakers before they were the new orleans breakers or maybe it was vice versa back in the 80s how are, how are the how are the waves know. in boston how are the lakes in la dog it doesn't matter well Come but the on. lakers you know, came from matter. somewhere that made sense i'm asking did it <laughs> make sense for even the boston breakers to be the boston breakers um i don't maybe, know i don't they're, know they're not. talking about the water the breaks in the water those rock things probably for all the fishermen i get it I understand. Mm, probably. At, well, next week we'll get an, uh, what are they, Ocea- oceanologist, a water expert, <laughs> and then we're going to break that down. The a man called the water will be here next week <laughs> to talk about all the I, water you need. I also am a big fan of the Philly Stars look, just because it is, because uh, they said they wanted to keep the retro look. It's got the most retro vibe, I think, of Which all the jerseys. And I dig, is it the yellow reddish the one? Most. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I'm looking at the same one as you, yeah. It's a second to the second end, right? Second to the end, yeah. Uh, that's okay. I, I think it looks very... Um, it does look retro. The stripes on the side make it look very retro. The pants on the stallions look very retro to me. Um, the, Jake's, Jake would have been all over this. He's he's the one. He's the fashion guy. Um, look, they're, they're jerseys. I mean, they, we said this with the XFL, too. They're, they're, they're great. They're jerseys. It's fine. Helmets are cool. Um, I really just don't like the breakers at all. Like the helmet doesn't even really do enough for me. I'm kind of bummed with the bandits. I thought they could have done done a lot more. At the first one. Yeah, it's it's just a little. It's I don't know. There's something about them. I'm not I'm not vibing with it as much. But I'll say they they all pretty much look like professional football team jerseys. Or college jerseys, I'll even admit. So maybe the, I, don't I don't see know. There's, college anywhere. I mean, I don't know. The I'm I'm a Maulers fan through and through, but I think they got some goofy looking jerseys. Yeah, those that I orange and purple just doesn't <laughs> looks like it's out of a movie. The, the thing is, I love that that those are the Pittsburgh team's colors because those are the easiest for me to see as colorblind. Do, do, does purple and Let's orange go. really scream Mauler to you? I mean, just when all you're mauling something, are all those maulers, you know, just sparks that are flying, make with you see orange. Colors. Say that again, please. If you go, I don't know, <laughs> but if you go around town, 
if you go down the strip district, you're going to see so many people wearing them Mahler's jerseys come April. Probably not. And I do love the how they did uniforms. the away uniforms with the white background. Just great. Great. Good contrast. Um, good contrast um, to help me with these. The Mahler's jerseys look a little bit more decent. Yes. Yeah, they don't look as uh, just out there. They went for it back in the 80s. They stayed true to it. And then the logos on the helmets look cool. They got the the shoulder patches. All right, they got you. Any of these uniforms better than an XFL 2020 team's uniform? Ooh, I'm going to go back to the home ones, though. Hold on. Let me go back to the home ones because that, that, to me, makes it more better i mean there's some that are better i'm sure there was there were some goofy ones in the xfl we, we if we're calling a spade a spade i think the um whose jerseys were kind of the vipers were they, little you're either you either love those or hate those and i didn't mind them i thought a green like a black with the green would have been really good but i like going for it versus just something blah which is what the breakers are kind of to me they're yeah. Other than I don't them, know. I'd put those gamblers jerseys up against a lot, a lot of teams in the XFL. I dig them. It, I mean, it's just a black jersey though, too. So I don't know. It's fine. It's I tough. I, I really, I, I am a, I'm a, I am a fan of the uh, stallion jersey. I feel like that's one of my favorites. Is that your team? Or are you going to ba- base your team? No, my team now, is. Yeah, we got my team is um, the Michigan Panthers. Is oh, that I'm sorry. You got Jeff Fisher? Michigan Panthers. That's the one I like the most. Because you got Jeff Fisher. Yeah. The pride and joy of St. Louis, man. Come on. Mr. Five and Five of the yeah. USFL. That yeah, might be I, good enough. I, so you're 100% already. You you picked that. That's your team? Mm-hmm. Michigan Panthers? Yes, definitely. Jeff. I mean, Jeff Fisher. What if they draft what, Jeff Fisher, those a USC guy? What if they draft a bunch of USC guys? Won't you hate them? No, because once you leave college, it's all about, you know, it's about the pro team. It doesn't matter. Okay. Who we draft. Okay. All right, well, the Panthers have the number one pick. The draft order, the lottery, was, uh, yeah, they do. um, I guess that goes for every round, or it'll be snake style. No, it's not even snake style. It's like they have different orders for every round. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't even know why they had this lottery, so let's break it down for everybody here. The... USFL draft is coming this week. It's on Tuesday and Wednesday. The lottery was on Speak for Yourself on FS1. That's a television show, in case you don't know what that is. And we'll bring up their uh, rules and and such that we'll read off here on the screen for you. The order, as it was picked, I don't know how this goes throughout the whole draft, but at least for the first round, Michigan Panthers, Tampa Bay Bandits, Philadelphia Stars, New Jersey Generals, Houston Gamblers, Birmingham Stallions, Pittsburgh Maulers, and then at eight, it'll be the New Orleans Breakers picking. That'll be important because the first round will be quarterbacks. Tuesday and Wednesday drafts, day one will be a 12-round day from 7 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern, and day two will be rounds 13 through 35 starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. There will not be a broadcast of this player selection uh, event. Confirmed, right? It will not be broad. It won't be on cable. It won't be on TV, a streaming service. It'll. It, it, all the league said is it will be in real time. Uh, shouted out to the world on their social media. So if you want to know who gets picked where, you just follow the USFL accounts, the team accounts, the league. And that's where they're going to announce everything. The pool is of 450 to 500 players. And there will be no trades permitted in this draft for trades of spots, to clarify. So maybe players can be traded, but this this order in which you're selecting, you cannot trade. And then also, teams, teams can pass and choose a compensatory pick for after the draft which is uh, interesting because that might be something I would do often, especially if you look at the pool and you go, "Mm." and you have insight in, this is where it gets, this is gamesmanship. What if Jeff Fisher knows of players that will be available during the compensatory draft process that aren't available now? Then you make your strategic pass 
for a compensatory Wait, hold pick. on. Because better on. players could be available then. I don't know. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to fact check you here for a second. Give me one second here. That could be a, the case. That happened in the XFL. Pretty damn good players became available after the XFL draft. But So in March, which is when they'll have uh, the supplemental draft and they'll have a compensatory process, uh, that could uh, that could make you that could give you a better chance of getting a better player than you even got in the f- actual player selection. Uh, okay, so this so is teams may elect to pass it. during any round in exchange for a compensatory pick that may be used at the conclusion of a different position round. So I think you're a little you're a little confused here, Alan, because this is a pick that you can use at the end of another round of this draft. Oh, of on to on so on Tuesday or Wednesday, February twenty. Oh, so not on the March tenth draft, Correct. which yes, is the yes. supplemental draft. So if you okay. say, "Hey, I want to skip my pick in the fourth round of the de de you know the edge rusher draft," then you can okay. say, "But I want to pick at the end of the offensive tackle draft." So now, okay, so it's all within the same process. If you want to load up on certain position, then you can do that. So that'll be used, I'm sure, the pass for a, an extra pick in another round. It makes sense because listen to how this works. The format. round Every round is, is specific to a position. I don't know if I like this. I don't know how this, this is definitely going to keep things orderly and, and I, fair, I, I assume. Um, but it's interesting. So round one will be quarterbacks, naturally. Rounds two through four, you get edge rushers and defensive ends. Rounds five through seven, you have offensive tackles. Rounds eight through 11 are cornerbacks. And then the last round on day one of the USFL draft will be quarterbacks part two. And then on day two, round 13 through 17 is wide receivers. Rounds 18 through 19 are safeties. Round 20 centers. Round 21 inside linebackers. Round 22 through 23 offensive guards. Rounds 24 through 26 big, great big fatzos and defensive tackles, nose tackles and defensive tackles. Rounds 27 and 28 running backs and fullbacks. 29 through 31 outside linebackers. And then this is odd. Thir- round 32 are kicker. 33 is punters. And then tight ends get round 34. Okay. We had like first overall picks in the XFL at tight end and H back and in round 34 as well, in addition to tight ends. Alan, correct me. Round 35 will be the long snappers. Correct me if I'm wrong because this is just my my stupid brain. Isn't an H back the same as a running back, halfback, right? No, no, no. H back, you're talking about like, remember Chris Cooley? For Washington. Okay. Or like, yeah, so like a guy who could play tight end and fullback. Got it. He's going to motion and block a lot. There you go. But you could also get your fullback in 27, 28, right? You could, but who knows what kind of uh, abilities. I mean, you start breaking down these players. There's, I mean, you have two running backs. That's it, at least through this Mm -hmm. draft. And these these teams are going to hold thirty five players, right? Or was there more? I think it was thirty five. Is how many Four, players? Forty. F- no, I think total is in in the four. It's in the thirty eight. Thirty eight is the number. So thirty eight players, thirty five rounds, a lot of passing, and uh, is, and I mean in the within the draft pass. We're going to wait to the next round. So this is similar to uh, the XFL draft in the sense that every round has like a specific player group. These are very specific player groups where the XFL is very. a little bit more general. Um, and I don't like that too because then you get into the, is that guy an outside linebacker or is he in a defensive end? Depends this on the scheme. Like there's, it's, it's odd. It's odd that they specified it that much. But okay, whatever. Whatever gets the players on the teams. They don't have a, a round this- for outside linebackers, do they? Yes, round twenty nine through thirty one. Oh, that's interesting. He's out. Yeah, interesting. Let's just ho- let's just hope that this gives us the parity that you're looking for in a league, or at least on the surface level, fairness and even teams. Uh, because 
I mean, it's okay if one team's just dominating and winning all the games, but you want the games to at least be closer, look good on TV and competitive. Um, we'll see if this kind of dr- draft and selection process is conducive to that. Um, I can't say either way because we've never seen it, at least not in our lifetime. I don't think I've ever seen it this concentrated. We saw the XFL do, like you said, something similar, but it was way it, it was a wider range of players you could draft defensive backs, not just corners, just safeties, just tackles. It's often, you know, you're picking position groups versus actual positions. And that's how this is going to go. And it'll all be done on Wednesday. And at the end of Wednesday, we'll have most of the players we're going to see in the USFL, but there will be a March 10th, 10 round supplemental draft, which then we might even see even better players. Who knows? We don't know any of the players in the actual player pool right now. Another interesting thing, something we actually did have before the XFL draft. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brian. Uh, yes, we did. There was a supplemental draft, and there was also a placement of players. Um, and there was a player pool that we knew. Uh, you know, we knew players that were going to be available to pick. Yeah, we no, we knew. I, I want to say we knew almost the entire player pool going into it yeah mo- most of it and th- and this we have no clue so no just and- str- strap in and get ready for some uh hopefully bit nice surprises is what i'm hoping for on tuesday with the quarterbacks especially um i will say that it is kind of to everyone's point that there's talent out there is that the, you know 280 players being selected and they're picking out of a player pool of 450 to 500 players there are players out there, plenty of them, you know. So I, I think talent-wise is not going to determine which one of the two leagues between the XFL and the USFL succeed. Yeah, this is uh, this is exciting. It's exciting because this is a major uh, moment on the road for, to kick off 2023 for the XFL too because now this week we learned the players that maybe are unavailable. I don't know. There are clauses uh, I saw Mike Mitchell was reporting. I didn't get to it before we got to this week's show, but on uh, maybe some clauses the USFL is trying to put in there to keep players from jumping from the league. We'll see how they uh, structure that and how they maintain and keep players in their system uh, versus going to the XFL. But it's on this week now. It's on, and there are now there are jerseys, and there will be faces to those jerseys Come next week's show, Brian, in the USFL. I know don't get startled. They're closer than ever, but there you go. The draft is happening. Should we go live for it since nobody is covering it? It's a little. It's a little later than I thought it was. It's it's in the it's in the evening. I mean, I I got some stuff I have to do, but I can move things around. If you want to just great live react to every, I guess, tweet because we're not going to be in the building like we were. In Stanford. Well, now look, Fox, if you need somebody to cover your draft, yeah. there are two guys in the know. known universe that have covered a spring league football draft this millennium. This I'm, decade. I'm checking my calendar real quick just to, to let the people at Fox not know I'm available either. or not. I, I'm, 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 I, can, um, I can make it work. If, if, if Fox, yeah. if Rupert Murdoch himself called you and said, hey, we need you for the draft, you think your calendar is going to open up? I don't know. Maybe it's my wife's got a, a manicure and I told her I'd take her there. And then I was going to go see a, a movie, an actual movie that day. Oh, not a fake movie. Eight, it's only like six bucks, like a movie in the theater. You ever done that? Uh, not since COVID. <laughs> not a lot of people have, um, but no, of course. We'll uh we'll see what we do. Maybe we'll uh the draft have isn't some until seven Eastern draft. Alan. Seven Eastern. Yeah. Pens play that night. I'm looking <laughs> for excuses out of this, Brian. You know how grueling a draft could be. That is true. I've worked never worked harder in my life. This one would be grueling because I'd probably still have to work just as hard. Can you imagine though, with all the tools that we have now, how great that draft would have been in twenty nineteen. Yeah, well, how great the XFL draft will be. We'll, we'll cover that. The USFL draft, we'll keep our eye on it, and we'll have fun with it for sure, whether it's live reaction. I don't know. You know us. We're we're going to talk about it 
here or maybe in some sort of special. We'll see you what we do. Think at some time point, permitting, a, dra- a player will get drafted, and his tweet response is like, "I never signed anything. What the, what's going on here?" <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> what? I as as long as they don't react to, like Antonio Brown getting that text from Todd Haley live on that one podcast. That's what oh. we don't want. We don't want to see players reacting that way. Man, I'm not playing in that that league. <laughs> the play to that whack ass. With <laughs> he said, whack ass. <laughs> uh, look, it's just none of this. Man, this is, uh, people are going to hate me. I know it. People are going to hate me. None of this to me screams success for this USFL. So I'll leave it at that. One. <laughs> I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited no, for a draft, no matter what. Of course. I'm excited for the football in less than two months. But one thing I did, I didn't even notice this until today. Did you know that if you go to USFL.com, um, it's go to USFL.com. Okay, hold on. Live, live reveal, live USFL.com. <laughs> Just USFL.com. Sh- should I do this in incognito? Is it okay? Just to do it. No, yeah. I, I, I think so. I think. I don't know. I don't know because I, I don't know because I can't read Japanese. U.S. front line. <laughs> so some corporate Japanese corporation has USFL.com. That's why you need to go to USFL2.com to go to the USFL's league site or, or the, the USFL.com. Yes. Just another thing I noticed. I mean, I get it. So, you know, it's fine. But if, but again, if Rupert Murdoch called US Frontline, USFL.com and said, hey, give me your website for our league, would they, would they be able to get it? So that might tell you something about their priority, Jamie, who texted about that earlier, right, Bryant? That they didn't bother to. S- Buy out and pay for USFL.com. Do you think XFL.com? Could you imagine if you had to go to TheNBA.com or NFL2.com? <laughs> that's that's actually quite clever. I never thought about just adding a two at the end of it. So, yeah, I don't know. But that's their website. And he, did, he didn't, he didn't want to make the call. He didn't want to fork over the money. Well, who knows how much they're charging? For domains nowadays, can we can we ask Clint how much they charge for domains? It's it's not spelled the same way. That's <sighs> Cajun way of saying domain. It's and it's not domain. It's a domain. <laughs> Never get it right. He's a great radio host. Yes, just doesn't have good taste in jerseys. USFL two dot com. I guess if you want to check out those jerseys, though, they might be. I don't even know if they're for sale yet, but um, I'll get my Maulers jersey down the strip once we uh we get ready for kickoff in april bryant that's my plan but uh there you go. oh yeah also um well i have an anecdote to tell you too and uh we're going to talk about it, the usfl a little bit more here but also of course related to the xfl and the future uh for the championship game in this week's hot read ohio The USFL has announced that the first championship of the United States Football League will be held in Canton, Ohio, home of the Pro Football Hall of Fame at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium on June 25th, 2022. This is pretty cool, I think. I've been talking about this for the XFL forever, Bryant. We brought it up. Should the XFL have a presence in Canton near the Pro Football Hall of Fame there's that stadium. Makes a lot of sense. The USFL is taking advantage of it. So now in 2023, how about the XFL? Do you do they need a presence in, in Canton and a, a relationship of some kind with the Pro Football Hall of Fame, right? Need? I don't know if they need. Uh, I know that the Pro Football Hall of Fame has the very first XFL kickoff ball. I don't know if it's on display anymore, but I know it's there. Um Need is, is a strong word. It'd be nice. I know we mentioned that maybe they could have their championship game there, the Hall of Fame weekend or something, but 
to me, here's 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 here. Man, I feel bad. I, I actually feel bad. It's just another shiny object. I, I don't I don't care where this championship game is played. I want to know how it's going to be played. Meaning, what are the rules? How? <laughs> but but ultimately, this is this is a cool and good yeah, idea, cool. don't you think? Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's a shiny object. Shiny no, objects are cool. They look also cool. smart because now instead of trying to get the family to hey let's all go see the Maulers beat the Panthers in the USFL championship game everyone says I don't know dad I'm not that invested in that league but we all go to the the Pro Football Hall of Fame while we're there now you're talking you know it's added extra to make it an event for everybody yeah, if you make a whole weekend out of it right we're going to go to the Pro, Pro Football Hall of Fame and then go watch an actual football game or two because the playoffs yeah. are going to be there too right so um, it's Are not they just or is it just yeah, the title it's, game? It, no, it says the playoffs, inaugural playoffs and championship game is what the uh, little poster thingy said. Oh, so you have the you have the USFL getting down in Canton. I'm excited for it. And, you know, I actually today asked my wife, hey, do you want to go see the Maulers play in Birmingham when they kick off in April? And I thought I had a chance, Brian, because, you know, we travel. We've been traveling a lot, working on the road. No address. Yep, yep, yep. No, you know, the digital nomad style lifestyle. But no, because it's in Alabama. Shot me down. And I even tried to pitch. Well, we've, we've been there before. You know, there's some things to do. No, hard no. Have you been to Birmingham? Not going to Birmingham. And uh, I told her there's a Whataburger there, but no. She, she said no. So, I'm going to have to it's, try for Canton. So, the Maulers got to get to Canton. That's all. Uh, they might be there one day because uh, they're definitely not playing in Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, <laughs> this year. Uh, is it necessary for the XFL to have a presence there? Like I said, I don't think so. The USFL is doing it smart. I give them that. Uh, it make a whole, little bit of a weekend out of it. Um, 625, I don't know what the weather is like in, in the end of June. In Canton, Ohio. Beautiful. But. Should be great. It's going to be awesome. Great idea. For, prediction for the XFL, then. Do you think the XFL will ever have a game played in Canton, Ohio? Ever? I mean, ever is a long word, right? I mean, a long time, so who knows? Probably at some point. Okay, we'll say just for 2023. No, not 2023. I don't think that'll... No. Zero chance? I'm five. What do you want me to put it at? I don't think it's going to happen. But what the XFL should do, they had a good idea with it being in Houston. The problem is, is without, how do I put this? Without the home team being a part of the championship game, it's going to be hard to get people in those stands. Vegas is a cool idea, but you're not going to fill up that stadium. Canton's a great idea. That's why it's such a great idea. Look at all. Look, you have the the bonus. How many people go visit the Pro Football Hall of Fame? They should do a lot. Does it coincide at all with the combine museum? Um, the no that that's in uh April. I want to say April, and that's in maybe the XFL should have their championship game in the same location as the XFL as the NFL draft. That and that's possible, right? April. Yeah, that might be a mm. bad idea. That would be that would be great, especially if, if they have some the kind NFL. of relationship with the NFL. Yeah, if they have some sort of partnership with some marketing power, why wouldn't you want to do something? Oh like that? Oh my goodness, right? could you imagine the turnout? Yeah, you see how many people went to that outdoor Nashville, draft, Vegas, and Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Oh my. That's a good 30, idea. 30,000 people, 40,000 people watching your championship game in the morning before the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds of the NFL draft. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it would fit in with the the draft festivities. I would, I, I would do it Friday night or Saturday. I don't know. Well, isn't the draft starting on like Wednesday now? It starts Thursday for the first mm-hmm. round. And then it's Friday for two rounds. And then Saturday for the rest of the rounds. That's a good idea. I'm for that. I'm, I'm down for that. If not Canton, that's what I want. 
for the championship. I mean, if it could coincide, and who knows, you know, yeah, it might be a good idea. Put it there. Follow, follow the NFL. That's so you're saying like book like how, well for if wrestling real wrestling like deep wrestling nerds who follow it would see like other companies will book big shows in and around the town WrestleMania is being held at mm-hmm. just to get a because little bit a of that rub. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's where the people are. It makes sense. Thing. Although I don't I know if I do it that, but I would say make it, also, like, make it the, a part of it. Yeah. There also could be a, a deal struck by the NFL easily say like, do not let any other football leagues in this town or facility. No NFL. We're not going to do yeah. your draft then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one's telling them no. Uh, especially but I could you being... do the draft have everybody inside the stadium do the draft and then when the draft is over take the stage of the draft off and then do a football have a football game well it depends because now they're having the drafts at like parks like they're having them in huge public squares not yeah where you'd have like a a giant concert or something but you know those fans are not just straight up leaving right after the first round of the draft they're going to be there through the weekend yeah, yeah, yeah. In sort of party town. No, it makes that makes total sense. I'm I like that. That's a good prediction. That's a good idea. So if you're looking, if you're looking into, ooh, the Rock was at the Super Bowl. The Rock owns the XFL, and you want to get your Charlie from Always Sunny uh, board up with trying to connect all the the pieces of string. Maybe it, maybe XFL championship NFL draft coinciding. Could be a beautiful thing. It's cool to think about, um, but Canton's always there. I would. I want one of those. I'll take both of those over a team being hosting the Super Bowl. The way the Grey Cup is done in the CFL, I just. I mean, that's how they have to do it up there. But I just don't know. I don't think it's fair. It's not fair in the NFL now. Look at this. Two years in a row. Damn it. So unfair. Cardinals are winning the Super Bowl next year. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, they don't even have a quarterback right now. <laughs> well, it's the offseason. People get there's drama, you know, whatever. They'll be fine. Uh, look, I think the XFL should do something with their draft. It, it, it needs to look good on television. Whatever gets the most people in the stands, I guess, doesn't really matter as long as the stadium doesn't look bare. Or like the Chicago Bears. No, sorry. That was an unnecessary dig at the Bears. I'm sure they get plenty of fans. I mean, they get they? more fans than other NFL stadiums, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. Probably more than the Rams. And they're the champions. I saw some pictures <laughs> of the Rams parade that looked really sad. Were those doctored? They're not doctored. It, it's, it, it's just... There are probably more football fans in this city than in most any other city in the oops in the in this city in the country. <laughs> but they just cheer for other teams. That's the problem. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I yep, I grew up there cheering for a, another team. Although there were no LA teams while we yeah, while we give were a growing city, up there. You give a city twenty years to find another team. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to find another team. That's true. That's what's going to happen to St. Louis? If they ever get a team in 20 years, who knows if they're going to go for that St. Louis team or are they going to go for a team that they started cheering for after the Rams left? It was astonishing. I I was in L.A., in Burbank, our hometown, for uh, the playoffs this year, driving down the main drag of Buena Vista, seeing some of the houses that are on that big old road, and I swear I saw Niners, Chiefs, Niners, Cowboys, literally a flag for every team. On that main stretch of road in that one town within Los Angeles, so that that just tells you why the Rams uh, parade maybe looked the way it did. But people in town are happy for them, I'm sure. Plenty of football fans here. People love football. They just do. can't have all 32 of them play at one time in the middle of the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, this is Jacksonville. You know, I know a Jacksonville Jaguars fan that lives. Well, that's that's. I know a Carolina Panthers football Again. fan. Just come that on. That lives in L.A. Who are these people? Yeah, I, I don't, that guy I don't was a big Jake that. DeLome fan back in 2003. You know, I saw what he was doing. <laughs> and just, I, they won me over. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. 
Could be could have been big Kevin Green fan. I don't know. That oh, makes maybe more uh, sense. Uh, what was the UCLA running back? Foster. Maurice Jones. Oh, Deshaun Foster. You're right. Was yeah, with the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. Yes. Yeah. Maybe he was just a big UCLA fan that ended up following his favorite running back of all time. That's what some people do too. You follow the players, and that's what we'll do with the USFL. I'm sure. Although I got my team, Pittsburgh Maulers. We'll the see pur- what players the pur- go. The Pittsburgh Purple Eater. People are purple people eaters. No, don't. Vikings will will copyright infringe you. You can't do that. That's true. Sorry, the, my apologies. The uh, the USFL drafts coming. You know they got their championship game set. We're happy. We're excited for it. Again, we're when we critique it here, it's not it's not looking to talk trash or uh, thumb thumb on a spade a spade. It's just seeing what how it's being rolled out and and seeing the interest or even awareness people have of it. It's interesting, and of course, we look at how it's structured versus what we went through leading up to 2020 and what we're going through now with 2023. That being said, Brian, before we get out of here, I did want to acknowledge you sent an updated version, I think, of your roadmap. And as of today's live on tape recording, we should have been getting an XFL head coach announced based on where we were going to 2020. We are not at that point right now for 2023. Look at that miracle of television. It's up there right on our YouTube page. They updated single line, easy to read map to uh, kick off in 2023. Yeah. About this time we were, uh, we, we had our XFL president, Jeffrey Pollock was there. I think that one's pretty safe to, to knock off the list. We still don't have the cities or kick. We have the kickoff date. We don't have the cities. Uh, first XFL head coach, Bob Stoops was announced. February 20th, 2019. And we don't have that. No, February 20th, I will say, in fairness, June Jones was the best coach in the league, and he was the last one hired. So we have until the middle of May. That's that's fine. And and also back then, we didn't have uh, Vince McMahon luck, or Oliver as, Luck on the 50-yard line at the Super Bowl. So. True. And also, as long as they know them, and they only want to announce like four of them at a time, and then maybe like two, and then two more <laughs> after that, that's fine. <laughs> As long as they know this, that's what matters to me. That's all that matters, but it would be cool, you know, if they got rolled out coherently and, you know, as promised. That's what we want. I think the the first, the big one that I'm going to start worrying about is that TV deal. If we get to the middle of May and there's no TV deal, then I'm going to start getting concerned. Uh, I don't think they're going to have a lack of suitors. It's maybe finding the best deal and uh, see how it pans out. But then again, how does the USFL affect it? How does a network or, or technology company that wants to stream it uh, say, well, all these players are in the USFL. How are you going to get any of them? And what? how many more players are possibly out there than that for you to – it's going to be uh, maybe a hurdle. We'll see in the negotiations Unless they're already wrapped up. We have no clue. Nothing's announced. Nothing's leaked. Everything's being kept uh, pretty tight-lipped right now when it comes to the XFL. We were promised some announcements coming soon. I feel like time's up on that, Bryant, since The Rock was on the Manning cast. I'm I'm hoping by next week. Otherwise, I'm not going to say I'll be angry, just uh, maybe disappointed on next episode if there's not an announcement. There was a a tweet out there that kind of hit the... The wire right before we went on for the president of the league, Russ Brandon. Uh, college All-Star and Bowl Games may be winding down. I think you meant College All-Star Bowl Games may be winding down. Uh, the XFL 23 is only starting to ramp up. Proud of our team and what we are building to create more opportunities for players. Big thanks to Mark Ross, Doug Whaley, CJC XFL, and David Dykeman at XFL for all your efforts. There you go. Giving giving props to all everyone going out there and scouting up a storm for the XFL. It's the Prez, but that's not an announcement or news, but obviously they're out there doing the work. We know this. We know this. But the fans clamor for for much more, especially in the building of a league. The XFL, that's what we liked we liked about 2020 being a part of that process. USFL did not include fans in that process at all and maybe that's the main thing we call out here the most about it but the fact is it will be football and i'm sure it'll be pretty good football 
you know, assuming their rule book isn't insane. When's that coming out? United States Football League. Oh, but reminder, they will have lasers. That league will have lasers. <laughs> yes, lasers. Almost forgot. Don't forget about the lasers, because if you forget about lasers, then you forget why they are even here. But you know what, Alan? I'll tell you what. Tell you exactly why we here. Well, why we are here, and that's because we are here every single week, right here on your favorite podcast app. That's Google, uh, Apple, TuneIn, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you give us that five star review and tell your friends about us. If you got a comment, question, or topic you want us to cover, we'll call or text the XFL fan line 724 xfl Remember, standard text messaging rates do apply. Uh, if you want to follow us on all social media platforms, that's at XFL Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, shout, tout, that that place right there too. Uh, make sure you give us that follow. Uh, also, if you want to come and say hi to us, then subscribe and watch us on YouTube at xfl.show, the official YouTube page of the official website, excuse me, of this, the XFL show. And don't forget to check out our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com because they make podcasting. Uh, um, um, pretty you know, you know, yes. And they could see if they watch my Bob Ross bobblehead that I got, but that I busted out to make me happy. Think Where of happy have, trees. You just have it there to bust out. So you're you're a person without an address. Yeah. You live in a different look. You're basically, you know, coming, you know, different different location every week. Yes. But you have a Bob Ross bobblehead to just bust out every once in a while with you at all, all times. Always in my kit, my 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 travel kit for the for for the rig for all the gear. Bob Ross always chilling in there. Of course, the big dog's there, too. You can't see him. Got You got to. Got to make everywhere you go a home. That's what I say. Just like the USFL's doing in Birmingham and Canton. And, uh, yeah. We don't know what their – do we know what their ball's going to look like? Is Brian shows off his Battlehawks ball? Did, yeah, did they reveal that? Uh, I'm sure it's just a brown ball that says USFL on it. I have a feeling it's going to be white. Wait, we need a ball? <laughs> We're closer than ever. My goodness, we need a ball. <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll have one ready. I'm not worried about it, but you never know in the wacky world of spring football. Let's just hope that there's not like a documentary made about either of these leagues. That's in the negative. In the negative, like all the other leagues that have come uh, before them. Uh, that's one thing I was thinking about because I'm tired. of They're fun, but I'm tired of those. Uh, all right, everybody. Like Brian said, you know, find us at all those places. Listen to the show. Watch it next week. Damn it. We took a week off, but we're back. Rested, partied out, and uh, we are feeling it for this week. The USFL draft at XFL show. See our reactions, what we're going to do in response to that. Next week's show, I'm sure, will be a hoot. And, uh, yeah, I don't know where I'll be, bro. Oh, no, next week I will be I will be in the home of the Maulers next week. Okay. Now, that's where I'll be coming to you from. We'll have to figure out a time frame for that one. I know you got a lot going on, brother, so much love to oh, you yeah. and the family. Uh, congratulations to the city of St. Louis. I know you guys are cheering along with me. Congratulations to fans, all baby. the Rams fans left in St. Louis. Aaron there's Donald some, got screwed. Some, right? Yes. Aaron Donald got screwed. I want to say that. And, um, yeah, that's it. No, see, you don't understand. If you give Aaron Donald the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl MVP, then he definitely retires. He's retiring anyway because he wants to play for the Maulers. You leave something that he can't have. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're right. He has a year of eligibility left for the Panthers. Oh, man, if he could come back to Pitt, do anything. (laughs) Might need him this year. All right, everybody. Thanks. Rethink it too. (laughs) Thanks for watching and listening. Uh, We will be back next week. Should be a fun show. But until then, for Bryant, I'm Alan. This wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. What? Time out. out. Doing my thing. Over over or under twenty players that I recognize at the draft next week. Uh, I'll be honest. um, over or under. Well, since 20. you interrupted my my gimmick for the end of the show, I want to put stakes on this. So now, if I Ooh. win this, if I win this, then I get you owe me something on next episode, and I'm going to say okay. you know twenty players. I'm going to say under.
Okay. We'll go with the bet. I'll see if I recognize 20. Now, can I do my thing? Yes. Sorry. Leave that all but... in there. Um, Pretty easy <laughs> podcast. We appreciate it. Leave it in there. It's part of the show. For Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're watching.